Welcome to The Man Chair, where two guys debate their best of lists in sports, TV, movies, music, and more. Our co-hosts, Brian Page and Jason Rogers, are lifelong friends who grew up three houses apart. They won the childhood lottery, being kids in a small Midwest town playing sports from sunup to sundown before social media was a thing. So sit back in your man chair, go back in time to when life was more simple, and join us as we debate our best of lists each week. And be sure to go directly to our Facebook page at themanchair.com and tell us what we got wrong. Share your own list or email us with suggestions for the next episode. Now on to the show. All right, Jason, are you ready to debate the top five Will Ferrell movies? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, let's start with the outside looking in. Uh, Just uh, to mention, I had uh, three and then there's a couple with caveats. Uh, Get Hard was just on the outside looking in for me. Uh, The other guys and, and Get Hard, by the way, was a coin flip between that movie and then my number five. Uh, the other guys, Daddy's Home, uh, and then you and I disagreed on this approach, and you know, two reasonable people can disagree on this. Uh, so I actually left Elf off the list because I'm recategorizing it as a Christmas movie. Uh, however, that was just something you didn't feel you could do, and 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 you'll explain later, and and I understand that. Um, and then I left a couple off that you could maybe make an argument that it's a Will Ferrell movie, but I didn't think he had two, his parts were big enough. Um, the internship, you know, with Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn, um, and then another Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn movie, wedding crashers, uh, two just fantastic movies, but you know, although Will Ferrell's in it really not prominent enough to call be called a Will Ferrell movie. Uh, Jason, what about you? Were there any on your list that almost made it, uh, but didn't quite get in that I did not include? Yeah. Um, Talladega nights. That was probably been number six for me. That didn't make okay. my top five. Uh, the Barbie movie that just came out. He's not really in that very much, but it's not, a, it wouldn't be on my top five anyway. Night at the Roxbury. The first movie that I really remember him starring in hmm. with uh, Chris Kattan. That's not in my top five. The Austin Powers movies that he's in didn't make it. Kicking and Screaming, uh, soccer movie. That's not in my top five. Blades of Glory, the ice skating movie. Yeah, but, uh, I, I forgot about that. That's a yeah. good one. A fun fact before we get to our list. Um, did you know that Will Ferrell was the executive producer of Succession? I did not. Who would have thought, right? That yeah, does no not kid. seem like him at all. No. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so um, I'm going to go to my number five, which is, I know you brought him up on your list outside looking in. I had to include him again. Coin flip between Get Hard and Talladega Nights. I went with Talladega Nights. few things that really put this, catapulted this onto the list. Uh, did you know that his arch rival the french nemesis was played by sasha baron cohen oh yeah that's yeah um, it, and this this gave us the perfect soundbite and mean 
for fantasy sports championship. Crash the car trying to win. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. You know? What was your number five, Jason? My number five, I have Anchorman. Ah, okay. That was much higher up on my list. What What about your number? So I'm going to take that one in a little bit. What about your number four? Number four, I have an old school. Oh, old school. Make your list too, huh? Yeah, that. Yeah, I gotta take that one. So my my number four was uh, the campaign. Is anyone asking how my hand feels after punching that iron like jaw of that baby? I wish I could go out and punch that baby again. Uh, okay. So just the one line summary of it. Uh, it's it's Will Ferrell plays an incumbent representative embroiled in personal scandals and he faced a no holds barred challenge from the the newcomer Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. <laughs> now, can you like like Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis in the same movie? It has to make a top 5 list just for that. And then the to, to the cherry on top is Jason Sudeikis is in it too. So, I I it's it's hilarious. You have to watch it. I never thought Will Ferrell could do a better job playing a politician than his depictions of George Bush, but but he pulled it off. <laughs> Who is your number three, Jason? Number three, I have Zoolander. Wait, really? Yeah. So you're the guy who watched that. You better have a good explanation for putting that, not only on your list, but, but your number Zoolander three. Zoolander was a great movie. I'm not the only person that liked it. It's directed by Ben Stiller, who actually stars in it and plays Zoolander. Yeah. Um, but Will Ferrell plays Mugatu. It's absurd the whole way through. Uh, he plays a fashion icon who's trying to brainwash Ben Stiller into assassinating the prime minister of Malaysia. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> just that line alone. It's, it's a ridiculous movie. It's fun to watch all the way through. Owen Wilson's in it. They and Kristen, uh, what's oh, what's uh, Ben Stiller's wife's name? Kristen, um, oh, Kristen Taylor. Yeah, she played. Uh, oh, she played Marsha Brady in the Brady movies. This is, it, huh? this is your this is your explanation for for including Z- a great Zoolander. Movie. Watch Zoolander, and I guarantee you'll laugh the whole way through. Todd. Are you not aware that I get farty and bloated with a foamy latte? So my number three was Step Brothers. Let's play a game. All right. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. Good housekeeping. If you were a chick, who's the one guy you would sleep with? John John Samos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Yeah, Step Brothers is on my list also. Uh, then is it higher up? Yeah, it's higher up than number three. All right, you need to take this one then. Well, Step Brothers is my number two. Yeah, was, go ahead uh, and take it. I mean, that's and that's a that's I, mean, I I can see anyone putting Step Brothers in their top. You could make an argument for number one, but go ahead. Yeah, Step Brothers is great. Uh, it was written by Will Ferrell and his uh, writing partner Adam McKay. Adam McKay actually directed it. Uh, he, it's Will Ferrell and John C. Riley played these late thirties, early forty year old men 
that still live <laughs> yeah. with their parents. Yeah. And their parents end up, it's Mary Steenburgen is uh, Will Ferrell's mom. And she marries John C. Riley's dad. I can't remember the actor who plays his dad. But anyway, they get married. And John C. Riley and Will Ferrell have to live together in a blended family. And it's it's uh, just as absurd as Zoolander. They act like grown children. Um, Catherine Hahn, Adam Scott's in it. And if you've ever seen the movie, you remember... Oh, what the Catalina wine mixer at the very end. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's not what they call it. I don't want to cuss too much on the podcast, but the I Catalina yeah. wine mixer and <laughs> the, the boats and hose music video. They, yeah, they, anyway, they formed this prestige worldwide production company and they put out a music video for a song called boats and hose. But yeah. Um, okay. So my number two was uh, anchorman. Le- yeah. The legend of Ron Burgundy. So for those of you who haven't seen Anchorman, Ron Burgundy, who's played by Will Ferrell, is, is slightly narcissistic and chauvinistic. Do you know who I am? No, I, I can't say that I do. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Really? People know me. Well, I'm very happy. He's a news anchor. 1970s era of of news uh burgundy's world is turned upside down with the arrival of the talented and ambitious veronica corningstone played by once again we've talked about her a few times christina applegate and what follows from there is just a series of hilarious battles of egos absurdities and the the list of actors and actresses will ferrell christina applegate paul rudd Steve Carroll, just just loaded with talent. Okay, that movie, Anchorman's great. It's on my list. But how can you like Anchorman and think Zoolander is a terrible movie? It's the same humor throughout the whole thing. Oh, man. I, I, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's like when I watch Zoolander, when I watch Anchorman, I think that there's no better slapstick humor. Like, this is as good as it gets. So many one-liners came out of that out of that movie and I watched Zoolander and it's like, ah, maybe if, if I was on acid, I would like this. Like it's, <laughs> it's so outlandish. All um, right. Maybe it's just a little too much, but Hey, to each, to each their own. Right. All right. Yeah. Hey there. If you're enjoying this episode, share it with your friends, subscribe and give us a five-star rating. If you disagree with our list, then go to the to get to our Facebook page, find this episode's post and tell us what you would have ranked differently, or email us topic suggestions to debate in the future. Once again, that's themanchair.com. Now back to the show. All right. Um, who was your number one? My number one was Elf. Okay. I know you didn't want me to have Elf on this list, and I couldn't I couldn't put together a Will Ferrell movie without having Elf on it. Elf's my favorite Will Ferrell movie of all time. It's yeah. going to be my in my top five Christmas movies of all time also. Nothing yep. against that. But uh, John, directed by John Favreau in 2003. Everybody knows the story. He plays Buddy the Elf. He's a human being who ends up in the North Pole and leaves the North Pole when he finds out that he has a father in Manhattan, played by James Caan. Uh, Mary Steenburgen's in this one also. Um, and Zoe Deschanel plays his love interest, Jovi. And it's just like every other Will Ferrell movie. 
It's absurd humor. It's things that you can't believe they're putting on film. And yeah, I, like I said, I couldn't have a Will Ferrell list without having Elf on it. So I put Elf at number one. You sit on a throne of lies. Look, I'm not kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake? Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? No, he's kidding. You stink. I think you're going to have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like You know, I, okay. I went back and forth on this. It would have been either one or two for me. Um, and I, I just love Christmas so much. I want to treat that Christmas list that will come in time. Uh, it, it, it's so just, Elf isn't one of your top five Will Ferrell movies. If, if let's say we were not going to do a Christmas list, um, I would put Elf as either my one or two for Will Ferrell movies. I, I, just, I just like keeping Christmas stuff all together because I want to save the nostalgia I feel for Christmas season, every bit of it. All right. Um, but I get it. I get it. So my number one, the best Will Ferrell movie of all time, I would say perhaps better than Only Elf for a moment and the moment's gone is old school. All my dreams pass before my eyes in curiosity Dust in the wind Looks like we better put the KY wrestling on hold for a while. Good idea. But please don't beat yourself up over this thing. It's just not your fault. Damn it, Blue is old. That's what old people do. They die. Sorry. All we are is dust in the wind. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy. I. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it's on my list. I, I, it's on my list. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So for those of you, those of you who have not seen it, let me, let me give you just the setup, right? Just the setup. So in the beginning, Mitch, who's an attorney played by Luke Wilson, he discovers that his girlfriend has been participating in behind his back in orgies with guys who have mustaches and wear purple <laughs> robes and the discovery scene um, you feel a little sorry for the guy, uh, but he understandably falls apart, uh, moves into a new place just outside of a college campus to get his life back together. Uh, it, and, and two of his best friends, Will Ferrell, and, uh, which is Frank in the movie, and Beanie, played by Vince Vaughn. Like, think about that. Those guys all in the same movie. Anyway, they start hanging out at Mitch's house. And they eventually turn it into the crown jewel of bachelor pads for middle-aged men who are in the midst of a midlife crisis. It, it has it all start to finish. And if anything, it gave us blue. <laughs> yeah. But old school, I mean, when Sean William Scott shoots Will Ferrell in the neck with that tranquilizer. <laughs> hey, hey, be careful with that. That's the most powerful trank gun on the market. Huh. Got her in Mexico. Cool. Yeah, it is cool. They say it can puncture the skin of a rhino from a... Ow! Oh! 
Yes! That's awesome! What? You just took one in the jugular, man! <laughs> Whoa! Yes! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, I did! Is this bad? This is bad. Yeah, and Frank the tank and go streaking. Yeah, Wolf. That that might be my favorite character that he's that he's done. <laughs> but it's not my favorite Wolf Ferrell movie. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's time to wrap up our podcast with just a summary of what our two lists contain. Uh, first, the right answers. Mine. Uh, number five was Talladega Nights. Number four was the campaign. Number three was Step Brothers. Number two was Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy. And number one was Old School. Jason, what were your top five? I had Anchorman at number five, Old School at four, Zoolander was my number three, Step Brothers number two, and my number one movie was Elf. And that reminds me, we need to give a special shout out to Mike Raymer, who suggested uh, that we do this Will Ferrell episode. And we wanted to point that out because we listen to what uh, folks tell us, what our listeners tell us by uh, either commenting on our Facebook page when we ask for suggestions or uh, by emailing us. You can find our email address on our Facebook page, so we'll make it simple for you. Everything is at themanchair.com. Again, it is themanchair.com. So with that in mind, Jason, uh, can you share some of the ideas that people had for our future episodes? Yeah, we put a post on Facebook asking for people to give us ideas for our next lists. Uh, Kim R. said uh, best horror movies, which I'm all down for. I completely agree, but I think we need to wait until around September to put that in the hopper to Agreed. see. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, it's got to be late September, maybe maybe um, October, mid-October as we get close to Halloween. But uh, that was from Kim R. Clay S. had a bunch of them. He uh, had best yeah, he had comedy, some good ideas. Best comedy movies, yep. which is a huge category. Maybe we could split that up into maybe different decades and like 80s, 90s, 2000s comedy. Cause Let's do that. Best comedy of all time. That's that's a broad category. Yeah, that's, um, I think breaking it into 80s, 90s, and 2000s for three separate episodes is a good idea. Okay. Then he had best uh, villains or heroes, which I don't know exactly what he means of all time, but over every platform, like literary or literature and movies and comics i i say we do like maybe maybe best superheroes and supervillains um, i think that i think that's a good idea and, and limit it to to the movies like marvel and dc comics so characters like like batman and superman and we could yeah. we could probably break that into two separate episodes right like best villains and that's one episode and best superheroes in the other yeah that sounds like a good idea Okay. Uh, and he has favorite athlete from our favorite, yeah, favorite player that did not play for your favorite team. He has Christmas song, which I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, like, I just like with the horror, I think we should wait until November to put that in. Yeah, I think, yeah, Christmas season is the, is the time for that. And, and I, I just need, the folks need to know Christmas season for us begins. November one, 
Like we're going to be those people who are like, Jesus, they're already talking about Christmas. Uh, like, yes, that is us. It's not going to be every episode. So we don't drive people bananas, but, but we are those people. Yeah. I'm fine with that. He has, <laughs> He's not uh, enthused. <laughs> he has best, best authors, which I mean, to be completely honest, I could tell you about Stephen King and Dr. Seuss and maybe Tolkien, but I'm not a huge reader. So <laughs> authors would be a short list for me. I don't know about you. I, I So I do enjoy reading quite a bit. And my library is probably not what most listeners would enjoy. I get into like uh, behavioral economics, psychology, econom- uh, economics itself, you know, personal finance. Uh, so that's probably a different type of podcast. Yeah. So maybe we don't do authors. Um, and then he has a uh, favorite comic book character, which I didn't really read a lot of comics, but it sounds like we might be able to just morph that into the best superhero, supervillain podcast. Yeah, I think I think maybe a shout out there, but I, you know, I would feel like dirty talking about comic books because I never yeah. read comic books yeah, and I don't, I don't want to fake it. I, you know, we need to know what we're talking about here. But that's, those are the suggestions we had on our Facebook page. So it sounds like we're going to do horror movies and Christmas songs, but later in the year. And for right now, we want to add best comedy movies of the 80s, 90s, and 2000s as three different podcasts. Yeah. And what was, oh, and then super villains and superheroes as two different podcasts. Yeah. Right. Clay came in strong. Yeah. So that's five we're going to be adding that could be potential shows if they get picked coming up. Well, eventually they'll all be picked. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, and, and uh, many thanks to Clay and to Kim for those suggestions. A uh, reminder that we thank Mike for his suggestion. Uh, Shem, uh, I know that you have a suggestion as well. We will get to that later, promise. Um, and then in addition to that, want to want to make sure people know that we already did have one left in uh, the randomizer that somebody had suggested. So we need to do that next and i you probably don't have to click a button to randomize one because that was what was left jason so what is our next episode uh our favorite sitcoms of the 90s okay all right so favorite sitcoms of the 90s it is and uh once again we we are just starting out and we are really thankful for the feedback we've received and uh we're already getting quite a few downloads uh it's it's a going beyond our expectations. And we think it's because you're sharing our episodes with your friends and family. So for those of you who are doing that, man, we really appreciate it. Keep doing it. it it's certainly helping us a lot and, and keeping our spirits high and motivated to continuing uh, to, to do the Man Chair podcast. So until next time, uh, be well. Don't go just yet. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star rating and share it with your friends. We also welcome you to join in the discussion at themanchair.com. Once again, it's themanchair.com. The Man Chair is brought to you by Modern Husbands, where they share ideas to manage money and the home as a team. Subscribe to their newsletter for ideas at modernhusbands.com.